You're listening to the Party in My Plants podcast, and you're about to hear how you can stay healthy in someone else's home and still get invited back. Welcome to the Party in My Plants podcast, where I make healthy living as fun as a party so you'll, you know, actually want to do it and then actually feel, look, and live your best. I'm your host, Talia Pollock. Now let's get this party started. When I first went all health nutty, going to stay in someone else's home was really nerve-wracking. I mean, it was hard enough staying healthy in my own house, but now to pick up and move all my healthy habits into someone else's precious domain, I really worried about being able to eat my kind of food without offending someone. I stressed about sticking to my healthy routines without inconveniencing other people, and I really just overall did not want to come off as a pretentious, plant-loving prick. But I am happy to say that after some trial and errors and plenty of awkward interactions, I have nailed being a non-pain-in-the-ass healthy house guest. And now you will too, because I'm going to tell you exactly what I do and don't do to be able to keep up with healthy habits while in someone else's probably less healthy home. Because unless you want to host all the holidays and you want to buy the party beach house, you're going to have to learn how to stay healthy when you're at others' cool cribs. Okay, so first, above all else, you want to get into the mindset of putting on your own gas mask first. You know how when you're on an airplane, that pre-flight in case of emergency movie comes on and tells all the mamas and papas flying with small, annoying, kicking the back of your seat, playing with their iPad games on full freaking volume with no headphones, children to put on their own gas masks first before helping out their child? Well, when you're a house guest, you've got to honestly take care of yourself first, too. Now, I'm not telling you to be a self-centered biatch. I'm just saying that in the same way that putting on a gas mask on an airplane first allows you to then better serve and protect your child, taking care of yourself and your healthy needs while in someone else's home can make sure you can be a better, happier, more productive, and energetic guest to be in someone else's home. Just going with the flow can actually really mess up your flow, and your sanity, and digestion, and ability to fit into the only pair of jeans you packed. And that can make you an unpleasant, ungrateful, and unhappy jerk of a house guest. So with the mindset of putting your gas mask on first, meaning prioritizing yourself so you can be your best self, don't let being at a different address come between you and your daily non-negotiables. These seven strategies ought to help. Number one is that I suggest trying to always exercise when you're staying at someone else's house. Exercising is just the best for de-stressing and re-energizing. Plus, it's an awesome excuse for getting some major me time, or rather, you time, which can be super helpful when you're staying in close quarters with many other me's. I'm sure you can find a quiet space to sweat in peace, right? I mean, I've definitely planked and screened in porches, burpied in cobwebby abandoned basements, and once I squatted in a shed. True story. There are so many great online resources and apps for workouts wherever you are. I've linked to some of my favorites in the show notes at partyinmyplants.com slash four. 
Since I'm a runner lover, I also love to go for runs to literally escape and regain some internal peace if need be. And as I'm sure you know, the need often be is when you're staying at someone else's house. So I don't interfere with other people's plans. I make sure to set my alarm to wake up an hour before I know the rest of the house will wake up and just sneak on out for a run, assuming, of course, I brought my sneaks, my clothes, and headphones. I typically map my route with my host the night before so I'm not running around lost and then become a pain-in-the-ass house guest who needs a fancy search party thrown for them with balloons and rescue dogs. The second tactic is to bring what I call condiments. When you're living in someone else's house, you don't just want to take over their kitchen and dictate all the meals. That's the kind of stuff that makes you a bad health nut house guest. But you can take over your own plate, own bowl, and own mug by using your own condiments to improve the health quality of the food being served to you. Brilliant. I know. So, okay, what do I mean by condiments? Well, some of the ones that I bring most of the time are stevia to add a plant-based, calorie-free, sugarless sweetener to oatmeals, tea, coffee, cocktails, etc. Cinnamon, which I love to also add to oatmeal as well as to peanut butter spread on toast or cut up apples. I bring apple cider vinegar, which if you know me at all, you know I'm obsessed with. And I add this to my water to boost digestion, hydration, energy, and my metabolism. I love, of course, to bring protein powders to make my famous protein pancakes linked in the show notes at partymyplants.com forward slash four. And protein powders are also amazing for smoothies. Hummus is a great one to add to sandwiches, to use as a dip instead of ranch, or even to mix with the apple cider vinegar, some olive oil and salt to make an impromptu dressing. And tea. Because there's a tea for almost everything, from boosting your energy to boosting your immunity to soothing your tummy to helping you sleep well. It is a great way to take care of yourself in a totally non-intrusive way. Okay, but beyond just condiments, I've found great success making sure I get real groceries up in the joint. So this tactic three flushes out three ways to do this. First, if you're driving to your host's home, you can bring a cooler filled with groceries. Totally easy for you and pretty non-intrusive for them, assuming you don't try to shove a supermarket sweep into their fridge. Second, if you're traveling with someone who's closer to the host than you are, like if you go to a boyfriend or girlfriend's family's home, you can talk to your person ahead of time and ask them to make sure they ask to borrow the car and hit the grocery store with you at some convenient point. Or third, if your host already knows and respects that you're a healthy eater, respects being the operative word here, and they offer to stock the house with some stuff you'll love, feel free to list out some healthy, easy to find in a grocery store things that you'd like. And then say thank you about 300 times. And thanks again each time you use one of the groceries. That's a pretty good rule of thumb. Okay, so some staple things that I love to bring are veggie burgers, almond milk, almond milk or coconut yogurt, cans of beans like black beans and chickpeas for making salads or adding to salads, eggs or egg whites if you eat them, sprouted bread or tortillas, a starchy base that you can use like brown rice pasta, lentil pasta, or quinoa, oatmeal, granola, almond or peanut butter, dark chocolate, 
ripe bananas to freeze for smoothies upon your arrival, and other fruit, the basics like apples or blueberries, and of course, veggies like carrot sticks for easy snacking and kale, which can be easily sautéed, massaged, baked, or blended. Speaking of blending, tactic number four is to bring a blender or the next best thing. Let's be real. Having a blender with you takes away all that stress of, oh my God, how will I get my kale away from my home? Or what will I have for breakfast while they're all eating eggs and sausage? Or what the heck do I do if my tummy gets upset and I just want something easy to digest as a snack? Well, you can't count on your hosts having a blender. Unless you're like me and you bought your boyfriend's one for Hanukkah with the sole message being, oh my god, this will look so good in your country house. So bring your own. My beloved Nutribullet is so easily travelable, it's not even funny. And it's not even a pain in the ass. I've flown with it to Colorado, I've driven with it to Vermont, and I've even ferried with it to Nantucket. No biggie. An alternative? Bring a shaker cup. The next best thing. That's what I do for shorter trips or farther away ones. I have a six super helpful quickie guide for seven recipes you can make in a shaker cup linked in the show notes, which is at partyinmyplants.com forward slash four. I don't know why I always say forward slash. What are you going to do? Put a backslash? Okay, I'm going to try to stop saying forward slash. Show notes at partyinmyplants.com slash four. Okay, tactic number five is a biggie, so pay close attention. Do I have your attention? Okay, I still hear your sink running. You can wash that plate in a second. (laughs) That's going to be so freaky to people who are actually washing dishes while listening right now. Anyway, tactic number five is to prepare to share everything. Listen. It is a hell of a lot less rude for you to take over their kitchen if you're making food for them too. Like you're an ass if you just put on your gas mask and then just chill and make your child put on their own. Okay, bad analogy. But my point is when you want to make anything, a pasta salad, breakfast muffins, a green smoothie, make enough for others to have some. That way, you can offer them tastes of your healthy stuff, which is a win-win-win. You'll come off as polite and generous. Their lives can be changed if they happen to fall in love with some of your healthy food. And if they reject it, you'll have some awesome healthy leftovers for yourself to eat later. That's definitely a win-win-win. So like in the list of staples I just ran off to you, which again can be found in the show notes at partyinmyplants.com slash four, I mentioned granola. Well, okay, wouldn't it be nice if instead of showing up with your personal stash of purely Elizabeth or Emmy's granola, two of my faves, instead of bringing those, what if you baked a healthy granola? I don't know, like one of the healthy, easy, amazing five recipes on my website? And put your healthy homemade party in my plants granola in a beautiful large mason jar with a pretty ribbon. And what if you offered it as a gracious thank you so much for having me? Housewarming gift that's really intended to maybe housewarm your mouth come snack time. See what we did there. Okay. Tactic number six is to loosen your lines a little. If you're a house guest, chances are that means you're on somewhat of a vacation, right? Well, okay, then you're on vacation. So chill out a little, would you? If you normally avoid gluten, but you're at a sandwich shop that only has gluten options, just get the damn flour tortilla wrap unless you have celiac disease and legitimately can't. If you're relaxing at home and everyone starts eating 
65% cacao chocolate, but you usually only eat 97.3 cacao raw organic chocolate, have a freaking bite of their 65%. No need to go crazy and throw all your healthy habits away, but chilling out a little and allowing yourself to enjoy the moment and not piss off your hosts by being needy and demanding will make your vacation so much more enjoyable for everyone involved. And finally, tip number seven is to zip it. <sighs> zip it real good. Dun, 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 okay. Don't comment on their eating habits. Don't clean out their pantry. Don't pick up a box of Fruit Loops. Read the ingredients label. Make a dramatic face like, oh my God, this is crap. And then put it back on the table. We all go on our own healthy journeys and we all move at our own paces. The best way to hopefully get your hosts wanting to inch a little closer to your healthy way of life is to lead by example. If you're buzzing with energy from your green smoothie and they're super sluggish from not having a green smoothie, they're going to wonder WTF was in that gross thing you drank. That's when you go back to tip number five and make some extra smoothie for them the next day. Maybe they try it and like it and fall in love with plants and then you send them to this cool chick at partyinmyplants.com. Or maybe they sip it and hate it and make you feel awful about yourself for enjoying such a gross thing and you bite your tongue, excuse yourself, and go scream silently in the guest bathroom. Either way, this is their home and it's not at all your place, literally, to comment on or judge their food, at least out loud. So that is really what it takes to stay healthy in someone else's home without intruding, insulting, and ignoring your healthy habits. Of course, as with everything when it comes to healthy eating, just do your best. There will be stress. There will be awkward moments of feeling bad for making your host dig through years and years of untouched kitchen tools to find you an unmarked tablespoon or half tablespoon, who knows? There will be times where you lie and say you like something, pretend to eat it at an unnaturally slow pace, toss it when your host isn't looking, sneak upstairs to drink a packet of plant protein in a shaker cup, rinse the shaker cup in the bathroom sink, clog it, and then cry a little bit. Stressful stuff is gonna happen. And if it does, when it does, breathe, laugh, appreciate yourself for doing your best, and then share your story or experience in the comments below this post over at partyinmyplants.com slash four so we can all laugh with you or offer you help. Thanks so much for listening to the Party in My Plants podcast. I hope you are feeling more calm about cruising into someone else's territory and not letting all unhealthy hell break loose. Do you have a healthy living question that you want answered on air? You can easily submit it and find all the deeds from this episode plus so much more that makes healthy living not suck over at partyinmyplants.com slash four.